Oh my god. Um, okay, we're back. Welcome to District of Cinema. My name is Tristan Ow. Um, uh, from the life section of the Eagle, we have our regular co-hosts with me, Spencer. Oh yes, <laughs> that's right. Spencer, and bang Carl. the microphone. Spencer and Carl. Okay. Uh, today, so uh, our last episode was if you didn't see our special Elvis episode, I don't know why we did our one special episode about Elvis, but I guess it was granted. I feel like it was special. the biggest movie that came out this summer, though, so I don't, That's fair. I don't know. That's fair. Um, besides that, our last episode was about our most anticipated movies from the summer, and now we're going to talk about those movies, or at least some of the ones that we really liked, uh, and some of the ones we didn't like from the summer, because there were a lot of movies that came out uh, that Spencer thinks is bad. So, um, should we start with what we liked first? We go around? Sure. All right. Can you, like, signal to me when you need the mic? <laughs> For sure. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> We're sharing mics today because yes. we are locked out of the podcast studio, unfortunately. Yeah, so. and you might be hearing some background noise. <laughs> you might be hearing the, things. <laughs> we are in the... In on 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 the open seas. <laughs> yeah, we're literally... We're literally in the ocean right yeah. now. Um... I can start with something that I liked. Okay. Um, Go for it. The Minions movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I'll talk about that more later. Um, one movie that I really liked this summer that uh, we all saw together and I actually uh, reviewed for The Eagle was Nope, uh, Jordan Peele's third feature. That one was probably my favorite movie of the summer, I think. Um, it's definitely a certified banger <laughs> um what do you guys think about that one because we all saw it together in imax i'm pretty sure that's my favorite too oh yeah yeah it is how cute is that what you're gonna say about it is that all you're gonna say yeah he like violently grabbed the mic for that um okay. i really liked it i thought that was probably one of my favorites of the summer i didn't think that it had a lot of competition to be fair but you know yeah that's true <laughs> that's true best of best use of imax that i've seen in a really long time uh-huh. and um there was a lot of i i really enjoy horror movies that utilize sound i think a lot of like one classic example is the clicking noises in hereditary like i know that they played uh around a lot with where they were going to position those in the theater and right, they would right. like change the positioning so the audience never knew where it was gonna be to yeah, like yeah, yeah. keep them uneasy and i think jordan peele um also worked with the sound department really well in just positioning all the different sounds because it is a very like heavily audiovisual reliant film yes um and i think those types of sensations are really um, integral to the experience of watching it so like, I think the film is probably pretty weakened just by not watching it in an IMAX theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not a bad thing, of course, because that's how it's designed to be watched. I mean, right. one of the characters literally lugs around this giant <laughs> IMAX like camera. Like, hand crank Yeah, camera. exactly. <laughs> this IMAX film camera. It is camera, an so. IMAX, like, ad. 
<laughs> yeah, it basically is. It basically it is. is. A, yes, it is a walking IMAX screening. Um, well, yeah, it it was super fun. Like, talk about summer blockbuster. I think this was probably my favorite. Um, Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine watching this is like how people felt when Jaws came out. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. you know, and it, it is sort of jo- not to spoil it, but it is a little Jaws like. It's a little Spielbergian, if you want to say that. <laughs> yeah, some people have said it's even derivative, but I don't agree. Uh huh. I don't know. I don't. I don't like. Uh, I don't know. I feel <laughs> like when anyone references anything, everyone accuses them of. Forgery. Yeah. But the one's like, oh, Peel is the new Kubrick is the new what? Why can't he just be Peel? Like, right. Exactly. Yeah, he said something about that. About not just. Yeah. About like, because like someone tweeted like, Jordan Peel is the best horror director of all time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he himself on Twitter was like, No, bro, I'm not. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's like, John it's Carpenter and. <laughs> hard comparison is like i feel like kind of unhealthy in the arts at some point because you're like yeah it, it like you said it really restricts people from being able to be you know mm-hmm. to take inspiration from things and to you know mm-hmm. i i'm your like local like protect artists copyright person but i do think there's a level at which it's kind of like you know mm-hmm. in the end like filmmaking is just stealing from other people <laughs> it's just in the most like lawful way yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, movies inspire other movies, inspire better movies, and then yeah. you get to where we are. There you go. Uh, I have another movie that was supposed to be a blockbuster. I don't know if it worked out that way. <laughs> I okay. I liked it okay. Was a uh, I don't know if either of you saw this, but Mr. Malcolm's List. Oh no, that was the like uh, like period the, piece very much of the, the Bridgerton right ri- yeah. like riding off the Bridgerton hype train kind of movie. Right? It was good. I wrote in my letter, but I don't remember really seeing it for some reason, but <laughs> I remember that I, so I wrote the script was a bit, bit rough at points, which I think was some of the dialogue. I was just like, well, that's, that was a choice. It was like, they read one Jane Austen novel and were like, yeah, we'll just transpose some of this to make it seem okay. Um, Ashley Park was also in it. Who's one of my favorite actresses. Oh, yeah. Love her. And so I just, every time she shows up, I'm like, Hey, I know her. <laughs> But uh, the casting was really good. I did mm-hmm. write that. Yeah, I thought Frida the casting Pinto was, in that, I'm pretty sure. was fabulous. Yeah. And it was just a really, it was a fun little movie. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was, you know. It's probably better than the one. other, like, Jane Austen-ish movie, which was, uh, what was it? It was on uh, Netflix. With, uh, was that the one that the meme's going Dakota around? Johnson. And it's like. We're worse than strangers. We're exes. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's like persuasion, persuasion. Persuasion. Yeah. yeah like with like the Gen Z dialogue. <laughs> like the yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's sad when you do have a novel or like a novelist who literally was renowned for like the subtlety of their, you know, whatever, and then you change it to and like then every that. line is like a Twitter, t- yeah, <laughs> like, like a tweet. Literally, literally. Uh, yeah, no, but that's all. I mean, Jane Austen adaptations. We've seen a million of them a year, yeah. from Emma to you know. Pride and pr- we get them all the time, and I think it's it's always interesting to see what they decide is the right way to take, yeah, <laughs> take right? it now, like to make it like to modernize it in in a way, right? <laughs> I don't. Well, we can stick on blockbusters and then move to streaming. But like, yeah. what were your other blockbusters if you had any? Do you have any, Spencer, that you liked? 
I know you'd hate blockbusters. That was pretty much the only movie this summer that I enjoyed, <laughs> to be hate honest. I the public opinion. I feel like we got a lack of blockbusters this summer other than Well, okay, we're missing one very big one, which is Top Gun Maverick. Um, I didn't see that. Which, yeah. yeah. Which is... Um, <laughs> which was... You go first. I, so, uh, Top Gun Maverick, I think, based on the last time I checked, has made more money domestically than Infinity War, which is a crazy... Yeah crazy number it's the it's the uh biggest movie for by for tom cruise um and it i i mean i I saw it twice in the theater i love this movie um because i grew up like watching all these aerial like dogfight movies with my dad and um i watched the original top gun as well so i like this movie a lot it is i i will admit it is straight up a ad for to join the navy and become a fighter pilot. Um, and it tries so hard it to does. be uh, as inoffensive as possible yes. to as many people yes. as possible. It tries to be like the like the military movie that is finally self-aware of like its enemies and of I- its own interior, but um, I think there are limitations. You want to talk about that, Spencer? The story, uh, the story, <laughs> the story. Yeah, the story. Is it's it cliche. Limitation? It's cliche. It is extremely cliche. Uh, when they were playing volleyball on the beach, I yeah, wanted to uh, kind of gouge actually. my eyes out. Really. It's actually Sorry, is it volleyball in the it's original? Volleyball in the original. It's vo- It's volleyball in the original. Okay. See, I didn't remember. Yeah. I like the, the volleyball original, right? scene. Yeah. In the original, because it's it's really goofy. <laughs> It wasn't. It took itself Spencer a little bit too Spencer serious. Spencer loves goofy. Yeah, goofy exactly. Movies. Top Gun. Uh, the original Top Gun is like so unintentionally goofy and like homoerotic. Yeah. And all just yeah. these sweaty dudes being guys. Yeah. And then this movie just kind of takes itself a little too seriously it it for epic. my taste. Yeah, it's adjusted its taste to its aged audience. <laughs> when I went to see it in the theater. Uh, I saw it with my grandma, appropriately, and I believe the average uh, age of the audience of like the audience members was at least over fifty. <laughs> so it is like the epitome of like a dad movie. It is a dad it movie. It is a dad movie, um, but I like it. Uh, I've al- but I've always liked um, like dogfight movies and movies about planes exploding and all that crap. Um, like objectively, I would say all of that was well executed, but it didn't yeah. pique my interest. I like just because I don't, I don't really. It did for me. That's yeah. The having like actual planes flying around and stuff was very cool to see because it's just never been done exactly mm-hmm. to that level of like intensity before. Um, I guess maybe Dun- Dunkirk is a pretty good example as well of like good dogfight scenes with real planes. Dunkirk with Harry Styles. Yeah, Dunkirk with Harry Styles. Do you you want to talk about that later? We can talk about that Yeah, we can end with that, but... Um, Okay, yeah. Top Gun Maverick's a pretty big one um, of the summer. Uh, Now you know how we feel about that. Anyone else want to bring up another movie? Well, I I mean, we already talked about Elvis, and like (laughs) Minions was a... Minions was a weird cultural moment, but I I don't necessarily know if it needs attention on this podcast. The, like, cultural resonance, I don't know how, like, 
that was it took over you know i think it might have been because the comment you just made about top gun being more for older audiences and Um. elvis was also more for older audiences and i think really if you looked at like what we had for teen people this summer nope was towards the end of the summer like there were not a lot of big movies coming out for just like you know high schoolers or college kids to go sit through that they weren't going to not necessarily the average movie viewer yeah Yeah, like i don't think elvis necessarily i think that had a bit of a riff because of austin butler but i don't think anyone was going to that movie like wow i like that's my elvis Elvis. like you know and i think um i think part of that was like minions was something that people could go to for fun you know uh that was like we can dress up really dumb and go yeah s- see minions i guess what other movies do people like this summer i mean we can talk about streaming too if we yeah i have a lot on streaming actually that i that yeah I like. so start there all right um i like the bob's burgers movie this year okay it was okay um i d- I, d- I like the show i don't watch it all the time but when i watch it i like it mm-hmm. it's funny it's silly it's got that goofy, if it's you will. Yeah. <laughs> goofy. Um, yeah, good voice acting in it. Very funny. Um, what else did I watch? I watched Prey. That was the Hulu um, Predator. I guess it's not a reboot, but it's like a prequel. Um, and I had to watch Predator before because I had never seen it either. And I'm pretty sure, Spencer, you did the same thing like a month after, right? Or like a week it's after. It's like a week after. I did? Don't yeah. exaggerate. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Spencer, you want to talk about Predator and Prey? Can you talk first? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be another Top Gun scenario because I liked both movies. And I'm pretty sure Spencer did Yeah, not. I did not like either. Um. <clears throat> well, I, I, so I, I liked Predator because it was so goofy. I keep, we keep saying goofy, but yes, this was truly a goofball movie. It's got Arnold um, running around, like, without sleeves, like, <laughs> being a silly man. Um, the and last 30 minutes of the movie has zero dialogue. He's just running from he's the like, predator. He's, like, covered in mud. Yeah. <laughs> God. Like, okay, listen. No, there is dialogue. He, he, in he, the he last 30 minutes? Yeah, he's, when, when... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, <laughs> but okay. it's forty years old. You're allowed to spoil <laughs> the movie. <laughs> where, where he's like, um, where he's like to the predator. He's like, ah, kill me, do it, ah, kill me. That's true. That's dialogue. he does say that. Do it, ah. And that's just like a great analogy Get for how the, the whole movie order. feels to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Tristan doing that impression was how I felt watching the movie but for two hours <laughs> it's not two hours is it not two it's hours it's like an hour 40 or something I'm oh pretty sure. that's almost two hours no that's a big difference i think that's a big difference personally i feel like 90 minutes or less is 90 minutes and anything more than that is like three hours <laughs> <laughs> that's how okay. it feels to me interesting but mm. it needed to be shorter if it was gonna just be goofy it's also a very big dad movie big yes, dad nostalgia huge dad, dad movie me too. Yeah, you want to you want to repeat that? I love dads, right, especially my dad. All right, thank you. Kelly. Great guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shout out. Um, yeah, I I mean, I just didn't realize how much like cultural relevancy this movie had. 
Yeah, um, the big sweaty bicep handshake. Yeah, th- in the first five minutes. Yeah, yeah, me too. The whole frame is like 80% biceps. <laughs> it's, it's Carl great. Weathers' bicep and Arnold's bicep. This is my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> uh, it was like 10 minutes in, though, and it all went downhill for me. Yeah. I thought the infrared camera stuff was really cool. Yeah, for the time, it was like, what is this, like 82 or something? Yeah. yeah it's pretty I enjoyed that. You know, like it that was, was about 82. it. <clears throat> Anytime someone talked, it was a problem. You didn't like when Arnold <laughs> threw like a knife I'm at somebody. I'm not a one-liner person. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold throws a knife. I don't even know the character. What's the? Su- I don't even know his character's name in this movie. Um, but I he forget it too. Like it's a goofy. <laughs> Arnold. So what's goofy. his name? Uh-huh. Dutch. Dutch. <laughs> um, his name is Major Allen Dutch Schaefer. Which is a very American name, because he's a very American person. Um, <laughs> um, and, and there's a line where uh, Arnold like throws a knife at somebody and sticks him to the wall with this knife. And he goes, stick around. <laughs> you didn't like that? <laughs> What's there not to like? <laughs> What's there to like? <laughs> it's, it's just it's so stupid. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, Predator was, yeah, I mean, I liked it. But I didn't like it that like Most people that do much. like it. That, I, I didn't. That I've seen. I definitely didn't like it as much as, like, Alien or something. Like, Don't compare it to No, I, I'm not. The only not reason you're making that comparison is because they crossed stupid, the franchises yeah, yeah. for some. I don't know why Alien would some sink God to that reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alien is pretty much uh, way better uh, it is interesting that they like merged a slasher movie with like a sweaty muscular dad movie (laughs) and (laughs) turn that into like one genre yeah but the execution was much but now they're like they've trailed in comparison to the idea but now they're not like franchises they've like diverged again and doing their own solo movies and stuff but now the alien movies suck so uh, that brings us to the newest Predator installation, which was Prey uh, on Hulu only, streaming on Hulu. And that is basically Predator reskinned like a Minecraft texture pack into... Um, which is a, as how good the graphics look, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> which is, uh, into, uh, set into uh, pre-colonial America, um, centering around a, a Native American tribe. Um, and there are like French trappers, and there's a predator, and so it's like predator without guns and stuff. Um, well, I guess they still have guns, but they have like the the dumb musket guns, you know, that like take like ten billion units to reload. Um, and yeah, and it centers around a female protagonist named Naru, and I I like this one a lot, probably more than the original actually. Uh, I'd agree that I like it slightly more than the original. <laughs> slightly? Yeah. I think um, it's a little smarter. Personally, I like the I like the final 20 minutes a lot compared to the last movie. The, the pre- the fir- I mean, I guess not the, la- the first Predator movie. Um, there's a dog. The dog is cute. And there's an option that you can watch the film in, um, I think it's Kamesh. So that's really cool. It's Kamesh dubbed. So, that's pretty cool. I have a question for you. What? So, 
I think that that's cool too. But to me, watching this movie, it felt like that that was kind of like a marketing gimmick to get oh, people I to watch it instead of like actually respecting this culture that they're incorporating. I definitely it think felt more like they were trying to capitalize on like slapping diversity on top of what was what's essentially the plot to the original movie. I definitely think that like they could have very easily just did the whole movie in Comanche yeah. without like instead of doing it in English, just doing it in Comanche. Because honestly, the mo- there's the, the the dialogue in this movie is not important. It's pretty bad. It like is. you know. Um, so if it if it like since this is a predator movie you know it's about more about the action and whatever why not just not do it in english mm-hmm. and 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 like just not have an english dub and just let it live with subtitles you know sort of like in the way that um this is a ter- I guess, not a terrible example but like west side story the new one there are a bunch of moments where Spielberg doesn't put subtitles for like the Spanish dialogue. Yeah. And like I'm okay with that decision, you know. Me too. So it's like <laughs> No, like like and 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 he said like it's giving power to the Spanish language and and in a way I can see that. Like that's a that's a deliberate decision. And I think here it's like an afterthought. You're right. Um, I respect that they did it still instead of not doing anything, but it could have been executed. Yeah, I was going to say for the West Side Story thing, I don't know, I haven't seen this movie and I don't know how it applies, but uh, I remember people were really, like, mad about that, you know, in yeah. the tabloids or whatever. <laughs> and then I went to see it and I was like, even if you don't have a conversational understanding of Spanish, like, you generally can tell what the tone of yeah. what is being said is. There is enough it's context like, in the scene. Yeah, so a lot of times, even, you know, if you do want to put long stretches of a movie in a different language, like, there's... Uh, oftentimes enough that you know what's going on visually like that you don't necessarily need yeah to get it to yeah. get it i guess and it would be kind of cool to have like a movie with sparse dialogue just visuals there um, are a few like that like, out there you know in the world like i think about like maybe like 50 percent of 1917 is like there's no dialogue and you still get the story you know um but yeah i liked prey uh i thought it was fun um, but I do like stupid action movies, so that's me. <laughs> okay. Can I talk about my two favorite streaming yes, movies from this you summer? can. I think you know exactly what I'm going to say, because neither of them are actually movies I would watch again. But <laughs> one of them I watched three different times with three different people for literally no good reason other than I thought it would be funny to show it to people. But my first was Not Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. second no, was no. Uh, Purple Hearts, oh. the like Netflix movie that came out. I don't think either of you watched Purple Hearts, I even though I texted you two. I didn't watch that. Um, I, I I did check it out, like, what it it's about. It sounds like, um, <laughs> like more, like, military propaganda. Well, yeah, it was basically, like, this movie about this military dude who was, like, dude. he's just a guy. And he's, what like... What is that in the army? I don't know. I... You can't ask me anything. You are... You were, like... <laughs> stop asking questions, Tristan. So, anyway, just like you were a military dude, he was a military dude. And so, he basically was, like, 
um you can't marry for tax purposes like you can't do that it's illegal and this girl was like but i need health insurance and then he was like wait but i need money to pay like a drug dealer or something i don't really know the premise and so they married each other and it was like a very fake marriage because like she was very liberal and he was very republican that was like (laughs) most of the plot and yeah that was like the whole reason it's called purple hearts is because the red the blue and then the purple heart is like the distinguishing throw it in the trash um so it was definitely like i was i kind of watched it the whole time i was like i don't know who this movie was made i'm like i don't exactly know do do they know what a purple heart actually is yeah like the metal that you get like yeah no they do i'm sure they do but it was just like does he not receive one ever I think someone in the movie does. I don't remember. <laughs> it was like really, it was really confusing for me. I didn't even know That's where so they stupid. were half the movie. So, so yeah, it was definitely like, I just didn't know who they made the movie for. Like, I wasn't really sure like who, like if they were trying to do an enemies to lovers. For, like, for centrists. <laughs> yeah, 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 that, yeah, no, probably. Um, for Biden supporters. Um, so that was like that movie, and then Not Okay was the other one, oh which God. I think didn't I d- you watch? I saw because I I saw it because I saw like three different people that I knew either posted on Letterbox or tweeted about it and gave it the most scathing review, and I was like, I gotta watch this movie. Um. So um, I wrote in my <laughs> my review on Letterbox, God help me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Dear Evan Hansen, but make it Gen Z and no music. But yeah. Mia Isaac should have a long, fulfilling career. That she was like she should. Full. She was really. She good. was really good. She was really that good. was like the one redeeming part of the movie. Is I was like, this is a really good actress, and I'm glad she's getting like a a pretty big screen time. Yeah. Starting kind of. No, she was really good. Um, on her career. Zoe Dutch though was. <sighs> infuriating. I mean, I'm, yeah, I know that was the point. I mean, but I think just the movie thinks it's really smart. It's like it's like the, um, it's like the uh, what's that movie that we always sh- uh, <laughs> don't um, look up. Don't look up. <laughs> it's like the don't look up thing where it's like, oh, we've written like the smartest movie known to man. We've cracked it. Social the comment. Code. <laughs> like we've cracked the code for social commentary. You know, um, instead of subtlety, we are gonna outright show how ridiculous life is and that will be entertaining and newsflash it's not entertaining you know like yeah i mean that was the one i watched three different times with three different people and i think it got worse every time i watched (laughs) it like i was just kind of like the script was so like tangibly awkward at so many points that i was like I get what you guys were going for, and I know there are people like this who exist, but there's a reason you don't make them the protagonist of your film. It's it's literally, like, just riding off of, like, Gen Z, like... Like a TikTok comment section. And yeah, like, it's just, like, look how ridiculous our world is. <laughs> I felt like there was um, a little bit of, like, xenophobia around just, like, how narrative is created oh yeah because she was like dare i say even like islamophobia like talking about terrorism and shit it was they're talking about like terrorism and stuff and 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 not really i don't know it's like it feels like a like a like a like white feminism yeah well i'm i think a lot of the movies that we see come out right now 
for for lack of better like way to phrase this i think a lot of the movies that we see right now come out that deem themselves to be progressive and like tackling Mm -hmm. progressive issues often deal with white feminism in a way that's for better or for worse um there are movies that are very critical of white feminism and i think that's what this movie was trying to do i think there was like an attempt at like like look at this crazy young white girl who's in a position of privilege you know her parents were very wealthy and i think the point was trying to be like look at how she ruins everyone's lives around her and she like gets away with it and i think that in some ways i can respect that as a train of thought and like a a valid criticism to build a movie off of but like to then write the script in this way and just kind of like it all felt very like surface level which i was like if we're gonna critique white feminism then let's critique white feminism let's not just like stop at like i'm so lonely like yeah i can't show the podcast the hand motion i just did but it's like that finger thing that she does like the whole movie (laughs) but you know it's just like there is a way to do that i think that would actually be a little bit more impactful than than what we witnessed with not okay but i think that was probably because the I think the whole shoot, like, start to end was, like, a year. Like, the whole huh? development. It was really quick. I was reading about it because wow. I was like, what happened there? Well, but I mean, some, yeah. I, I can kind of see that now, I guess, in the production. And it's also just annoyingly shot. And, but anyway, uh, I don't want to talk about that movie right now. Okay, it's, we're done It's pretty now. terrible. Sorry, everybody. It's a pretty terrible movie. Um, should we talk about uh, the Don't Worry Darling stuff? That's oh, my gosh. Movie. Yeah. Spencer just yawned, <laughs> just to be clear. Um, uh, you can start. Uh, I don't even know, like, what, did you even know, like, summary of the Yeah, so it was, yeah, they went to the Venice Film Festival to promote or to do the premiere of Dur- uh, Don't Worry Darling, which was the only uh, premiere that Florence Pugh said she'd be at, um, because... For the whole press, yeah. From what I heard, there was tension between her and Olivia Wilde that supposedly started on set because of the way that Wilde um, began a relationship with Harry Styles during the course of filming the movie, which my guess as a woman who you know has been in artistic settings before probably may have made it uncomfortable for the rest of the cast and crew. No. I, that would be my guess. I don't think it's ever been pu- like made publicly known. But then there was this whole other thing with like, like, uh, Olivia Wilde apparently put out a statement about it and then like dragged Shia LaBeouf into it and then Shia LaBeouf was like I have nothing to do with this or something like well, that. It was because like Shia LaBeouf was supposed to have Harry Styles' role oh. in the film I'm pretty sure. Okay. And I, I think it was something like um, Olivia Wilde like lied on the press tour saying that she never reached out to Shia LaBeouf but then Shia LaBeouf sent, like, said like oh no I have all these me- like messages from you. So, so I got it completely wrong but yeah. Or something like that. I, I, I something, think something happened. Like, it's something about Shia LaBeouf supposedly being cast for this movie and uh, Florence Pugh did not want to work with him um, mostly I think it's because of um, recently he uh, Shia LaBeouf was accused of Doing really bad things to uh, FK Twigs, his girlfriend. But then I saw leaked tweets between Florence and Shia LaBeouf, which may or may not be real, where she seemed fine with working with him and concerned about other parts of the production. So I'm I don't think anyone knows the true story, which is why people are so invested is because like there have been so many people dragged into it. And I don't think anyone knows the reality of like what happened um, other than at the premiere 
of the movie Florence like would not talk to Olivia like there are yeah, no pictures yeah, of them yeah, together yeah. um apparently Harry Styles like spit on Chris Pine that no, was Chris like, Pine's huge. roped into everything yeah my angel and Harry Styles at the first night back of his residency at Madison Square Garden he apparently was like I just popped over to the Venice Film Festival to spit on Chris Pine and now I'm back is that is that really what he said yeah <laughs> Are you serious? So he's clearly taking it in stride. I don't know that if that means it happened or not. Like I, I have no, no maybe idea. Just um, I think it's just yeah. I think it was just probably a weirdly misinterpreted I've, video. I've seen because I I saw you sent the Twitter video, right? I just keep sending I, things. I I showed you the Twitter video, right, Spencer? Yeah. yeah. My favorite and thing about the movie. Yeah, is and then there's really that there's like that clip movie. where Harry Styles is like. <laughs> my favorite thing about the movies is. It's like it feels like about the it feels like a movie. You know, like You're the, a really good Harry Styles like, impersonator. Feels like you know it'd be on the on the big screen and and, and, <laughs> and Chris Pine is just there like, like this is like, yeah like the absolutely like he's on another planet. And apparently the movie's pretty bad too. All the reviews yeah, that have come I, out have been like this is actually a very bad movie. That's that's the one surprising thing for me is because I, I I saw the trailer and. It looks like a good movie. It looked like a movie that I'd want to see, into, you know, on the big screen. So, like, I, I'm just Spencer's dissociating. Spencer's Chris Pine. <laughs> Spencer's my Chris Pine. So, like, I, I just thought it would be received really well, but no. Um, and frankly, that's, I don't know. That's, I guess that's the power of movie trailers. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm still gonna watch it though. Oh, I'm going. I mean, it's only two weeks out from now, so I mean, oh, I'm really? gonna yeah, oh, okay. September twenty third. Yeah, just uh, just you know, see if it's. I I'm excited to see. It. I mean, it looks like the Stepford Wives to me. I've said that before, but like, there was this book in like the fifties or sixties or sometime that's not now that uh was basically it looks to be a really similar story to whatever Don't Worry Darling is. So I'm uh-huh. interested to see if that pans out that way. But because a bunch of other movies have been getting great reviews at out in Venice. Uh, like The Whale by Aronofsky. Oh, yeah. And Tar, which stars Kate Blanchett. So, But, I mean, with a film, any press is good press. Like, you yeah, know, I the guess. fact that okay. people will go see it because they've heard about how bad Harry Styles is. They've heard about... <laughs> and, like, especially when you have someone like Harry Styles who seems untouchable in pop culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, to have him be in a movie where people are like, actually, he's like, very bad. <laughs> like, as not a musician, good. he's, like, revered. Right. right. Like but then like he's in My Policeman, too, which is coming out soon on streaming, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure. And people are saying the same thing about that. About like, how he's a terrible yeah. actor. I think that's the funniest thing ever. That he's Because he's also going to be in the MCU. <laughs> Someone help him. Like, this poor man. <laughs> Actually, just kidding. He's very rich and probably <laughs> more than fine. But um, Someone help us. So Yeah. Start a Patreon for this. <laughs> Can we do that? Can we? Uh, no, we can't start a Patreon. But I've thought about it. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, w- disconnect from the eagle. What is it called when you like sever your ties and like like <laughs> become secede? <a laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully by next week we'll be seceded, so no, we'll be I, able to I curse on the podcast. We'll have sponsorships. <laughs> <laughs> Money beyond our wildest dreams.